And we're going to have uh, a good friend of the show, Sylvester Sly Fox, the cheapest, dirtiest heel of a manager in the history of Florida Moorhead is going to join us. And we're going to ask him why he is the way he is. So that'll be fun. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Okay. So, uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, we're going to have fun tonight. Well, Granny, let's, uh, since Big Swing is, uh, is basically missing in action again, uh, he, uh, sometimes from time to time on the show, he pulls a Brock Lesnar. Uh, you don't know if he's going to be there or yeah. not. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You know, it's, it's okay. All right. It's okay. It's all, right. it's all good. It's all good. So, so tell me, what's, uh, uh, from what we talked about last night, kind of give, uh, kind of give everybody a kind of a rundown, um, uh, uh, kind of what we went through on our other podcast last night that I was a guest on, and that's your co-host. Uh, uh, co-host okay. Well, fans, um, you know, Granny, you know, not only helps here with the icon and the big swing, but I also helped my good friend B-Train on his podcast, um, The Rails Uncensored. And um, B-Train's been wanting to kind of do some changes. I've been helping him on Mondays and Tuesday afternoons. And Wednesday nights, now I'm going to be helping just on Tuesday afternoons and Wednesday nights. But what we did, um, we were going to do a Fatal Four uh, last night, kind of a roundtable discussion talking about uh, what happened at SummerSlam, kind of talking about what we thought, what we liked, what we didn't like, you know. But unfortunately, Big Swing couldn't join us uh, due to prior commitments. So, but that's okay. You know, we're going to be doing this again, fans. Um, periodically after a pay-per-view, we're going to, the four of us are going to get together on B Train Show and we're going to sit around and kind of like have a roundtable discussion of what we liked, what we didn't like. And it's going to be all a really a great time. Yeah, and I, I love being on a V Train show. You know, he, uh, uh, you know, he is a celebrity in his own right. He used to wrestle for the WWE, and uh, he uh, he is um, he is pretty well versed in you know what's going on in the wrestling world. I mean, I'm not you know I'm not saying that you know you and I aren't, but uh, you know he uh, he has been you know. He has been to places that you and I can only dream of when it comes to, uh, you know, uh, the Very wrestling true. world. And, uh, Very true. Very true, Icon. Uh, I'm, glad that he, uh, I'm glad that he found us. You know, and I'm glad I, I could be on the show uh, uh, when we can, you know. Yep, it's always a great time, so. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, love, I love being on that show, and, uh, you know, Eventually, maybe what we could do is uh, cohabitate and just turn both shows into one show, and uh, you know, make it uh, make it habitable. You know. Well, uh, we'll, and, you know, we'll and we talk about that. Later. Yeah, we've we've been you know talking about that ourselves, and you know, and there it might be a possibility too. Icon, I know you mentioned last week, you know, where you were trying to find maybe a part-time guest host just to help fill in. I don't know what B train schedule is like on a you know Monday or, but maybe he might be able to periodically fill in if if we need help. 
Right. So, uh, yeah, it'll be, uh, it'll be fun. Um, so yeah. So, uh, yeah. And, uh, while we're talking, uh, next week, uh, we're going to have three guests, uh, uh, they have a week to confirm. So uh, as of right now, who's scheduled? We have uh, Savannah Summers, uh, Rip Rogers, and Johnny Nix. That sounds like so, an awesome uh, show. Yeah, uh, and uh, it uh, it's going to be really cool. You probably need to share and, with uh, the fans when that show is going to be, Icon. Well, it'll be next Wednesday, the 29th. Uh, you know, we have, uh, I have uh, some prior commitments on uh, Monday uh, and Tuesday, so that's why we're moving it. Uh, but, uh, yeah, uh, basically, uh, we're going to have a fun. And uh, oh, it, just, uh, it just keeps getting better uh, with what we're doing on the show. And... Uh, uh, like I said, our, our issue calling in here shortly. So uh, when they uh, when they call in, they uh, we'll talk to them. So uh, what, what else is? Uh, uh, tell everybody again uh, where uh, uh, where you're hanging out at and what you're doing out where you're at. Well, I Granny is actually in Little Rock, Arkansas for the next um, four days. I arrived today. We have our annual uh, convention for the Arkansas Moose Association. And my husband and my son and I, we're all moose members. Uh, my husband and I are both officers of our lodge and chapter. So uh, we got into Little Rock today, and our meetings start tomorrow, and Granny's going to have a busy schedule all week long. I've got meetings all day tomorrow and all day Saturday, and then I have a special ceremony that I have a part, a big major party on Sunday morning. Um, then we'll be heading back to... Uh, Springdale and Rogers, where we live at, and right now, but Granny's sitting in a lounge chair by the swimming pool near my hotel room. So I'm just chilling out by the pool, I caught. <laughs> well, that that all sounds like fun, and uh, you know, I I myself have got a busy weekend. Uh, I'll be uh, since my fiance is listening, I can't reveal the surprise that I got for her on Sunday. But uh, uh, tomorrow night we're going to uh, a big country concert. We're going to see uh, Sammy Kershaw, Aaron Tippin, and uh, uh, Colin Ray. And oh, that's uh, awesome! Also, I love those singers. Those singers. And then Tuesday we are going to go see uh, uh, the Twins play. Uh, of course, uh, they're pretty much their season is pretty much over with, but. Uh, it's uh, it's uh, still uh, it's still okay. Um, well, now I've had the opportunity to meet Aaron Tippin, but I've never got to meet Sammy Kershaw or Colin Ray. But I love all those singers; they're awesome. Well, you know, I uh, I met uh, Sammy Kershaw on a few occasions, and uh, he's very cordial, and uh, I can't wait to uh, get, uh, see him again. I don't know if they're going to give. Uh, uh, autographs uh, at the casino, uh, but we'll uh, we'll see uh, if he is. Um, <coughs> we'll uh, 
we'll talk to him about that. Um, so uh, we will have uh, we'll have fun. Well, we always have a great time, Icon. I mean, yep. Yes, my 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 one dog. He wasn't too happy when we took him to the doggy daycare place today. He kind of bullied. He's a uh, half ma- he he's half lab and half mountain cur, and he weighs about eighty six and a half pounds. Fans and he's got the brindle mark. Everybody thinks he's a pit bull, but he's not. But he decided just to sit down and bully up, and he like I am not going in that kennel cage. But we got him in there. So. <laughs> So we'll see oh, yeah. how he does uh, the next few days. Uh, the uh, yeah, my uh, as a matter of fact, my mom's taking one of my dogs. She won't take both because uh, them together is a handful. I will, uh, I will admit. Uh, you know. Yeah, we also have a basset hound too. So, and then my son, of course, took his dog to the doggy daycare as well. So, my son's dog, he's a Chihuahua mix. We think he's got dachshund in him. And his name is Mysterio. Okay. Well, that's cool. So, uh, yeah, my one dog that my mom's taking is uh, named Homer Icon Diggs, Hyde for short, uh, named after my father, myself, and uh, Stefan Diggs of the Minnesota Vikings. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, and I've seen, t- and I've is, seen uh, pic- yeah, and I've seen pictures of Homer, and he's absolutely adorable. I can just love on that puppy all day long. Yeah, he he's a great dog, you know. If I was closer to you, Icon, Granny would be more than happy to dog sit. <laughs> that would be cool. I love dogs. <laughs> I love cats too. I, I'm an animal lover. I love my animals so. All right, I, I think our, our guest is on the line. He may be listening. Uh, hopefully, Big Sling is paying attention. Uh, I hope hopefully. He is. Um, so, uh, uh, anyway. Um, yeah. So, uh, you know, uh, you, uh, I think uh, this... Uh, You know, I think this is uh, the pay-per-view where uh, where we've actually uh, talked about an extended amount of time on more than one show and more than one occasion at extended length because I, I it's probably the best that they've had in a long time, you know. Oh, I agree. I agree. And I actually got to watch it last night uh, before B-Train show came on, so I actually got to watch it. Oh, okay, and uh, uh, you know, since we've been talking about it, you are, well, you already knew it was going to happen. But uh, uh, watching it, did you uh, did you uh, did you like what you saw? Uh, I mean, for the yeah, for the most part, I did. I mean, like I said, I was kind of in agreement with B Train on a couple of things last night. About a couple of the matches were kind of squash matches, but you know, overall. It was pretty good. It was one of the best ones I've seen in a while. Well, and I, you know, I I do believe though that the, uh, uh, you know, hopefully they'll build on this, and uh, they'll, you know, there'll be more to come with what they're doing. You know, 
Um, that's, that's my hope anyway, you know. So. Well, we can always hope. <laughs> so. Well, I hope our yes can be brought on soon. Okay. Well, let's see. We'll see here. Okay, so uh, I guess he's on. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and uh, introduce him. And, do uh, your thing, then, Icon. So we we will definitely get to him. Ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle, this guy gives new meaning to the word masked man. I give you the one and only, the man with the big mask who likes to Keep his identity secret. He is Rand Winston. Hey, man, how are you? Doing good. How about yourself? Good. Now, tell me, was that not the best introduction you've ever had? That was pretty epic. Heard in a very long time, so that was good. Thank you. Well, welcome yeah, and, to uh, our show. You know, yeah, so what we like to do is we like to have uh, our guests... Uh, I'd like to inter, uh, introduce our guests, and then uh, I'd like to uh, – then uh, we'll have them uh, tell us a little bit about themselves, and we'll ask them questions. So if you want to go ahead and uh, tell us about yourself, then we'll uh, we'll go to you. We'll, we'll ask right, you some cool. questions. Cool. So uh, my name is Rayhan Winston. Uh, my wrestling name is Montana Black. I've uh, been wrestling for – a little bit over three years now. Actually, yesterday marked my three-year anniversary since my first match. Um, trained under George South, Cedric Alexander, Caleb Conley, and Jake Manning, as well as um, James Drake at High Spots Wrestling School in Charlotte, North Carolina. All right. And uh, in your uh, in your tenure uh, to this point, have you uh, won any titles or have you went after any titles? Yeah, so uh, early in 2017, I won the North American Wrestling Alliance Heavyweight Championship. Um, I held that title for three months before having to relinquish it due to uh, illness and injury. So I uh, was never defeated for that title and never got my shot back at the title once I was cleared to get back in the ring. And so... Uh, uh, probably looking to go back and get that one soon, hopefully the goal. So, so I, I guess you could say you're more like Finn Balor and less than uh, less than Brock Lesnar because uh, he doesn't show up and gets to keep his title for 508 days. If you have a little injury, then you have to relinquish. I don't think that's fair. Yeah, not at all. Uh, definitely wasn't fair. They um, the promotion that. Uh, the titles for North American Wrestling Alliance or NAWA for short. Uh, they had a tournament to crown the new champion once I was out, once I relinquished the title. Um, and I was told that I would get a match for a shot back at my title and have not been granted that match yet. So still kind of waiting in the wings on that one. And 
looking to get that worked out real soon. So who is the, who is the current champion that uh, you'd be uh, going for? Uh. Currently, their world heavyweight champion is a, a elderly gentleman by the name of James Brody, and uh, okay. there's been a, a number of champions out of that promotion since then. Uh, they've had, I think, three champions since I had to relinquish the title. So, obviously, uh, none of them capable of holding on to that title for a long time. But uh, if they give me a shot back at that belt, I'll show them how they're supposed to hold on to that title consistently for more than you know a couple of months. And you mentioned his name is uh, James Brody. In relation to the uh, legend Bruiser Brody? Uh, no, nah, I don't think so. <laughs> uh, okay, big, all right. Know. And you said his name is uh, James Brody, huh? Yeah, it's James Brody. There's a big difference in uh, skin complexion between him and Bruiser Brody, but uh, same same hair though. So you know, maybe like okay, a all right, all right. And uh, well, here's the good news. Uh, well, I'll ask you this question first. How far away do you think you are from uh, getting a shot at that title? Uh, in my opinion, I should be next in line for a shot at that title. I don't think there should be any more challenges until the champion who never lost the title got an opportunity to win that title back. Uh, <coughs> so I think what it comes down to is that uh, management of that company is scared that if they put me in the ring with their champion, I might destroy their champion. And uh, it's a very strong possibility. Um, not looking to permanently hurt anybody, but, you know, my goal is to be a champ, and if he's standing in the way, then I'll do what I have to do to get that title back. Okay, well, here, here's any guest that has been on our show that has went for a title, whether it be uh, before uh, when we book them and they, they go for a title before they come on with us or they're on with us and then they go for a title shot, Everybody that's been on our show that's went for a title, after they've been booked with us or been on with us, they have won. We are 215 and 0. So you need to keep that streak going for us. Most definitely. Yeah. uh... And we ask that when you do win that title, they'll come back on the show with us and let us know how we were the lucky term for you. Oh, definitely, yeah. Uh, if that's the record you guys got, and I get that title soon, then I'll know it's it's definitely because of you guys kind of giving me that good luck rub there. So I'll definitely be happy to come back and uh and and let you guys know firsthand that I was able to keep your your streak going. And uh, I, I'm kind of curious. Uh, you know, the icon uh, made you a, a really cool collector's card and sent it to you on. Uh, Facebook Messenger. Yeah. Um, and uh, I got to ask you, what did you saw? What did you think of that card? Then I'm going to ask my second question. Uh, I actually love the card. I thought it was cool. I've kind of been looking into getting cards made for for merch table purposes, sell to for younger kids and collecting purposes later down the line. If you know this road pans out and I get to where I want to be in this in this business. Uh, it'd be kind of cool to have like a rookie card of me before I was able to make a, a legitimate name for myself across the world um, and just see well, where you, you let the uh, icon make that for you. Oh yeah. I would love to. Yeah. That leads into my next question on the card. Uh, you know, you're, 
I'm kind of curious about this mask that you wear. Can you kind of tell us how that came about and uh, who made it, who designed it, what's up with it? Uh, yeah, definitely. So um, my uh, character, I, I'm a monster. I very, I like to terrorize people. Simple as that. Um, it's uh, I'm very large in stature, but I also like to play mental mind games as well. Uh, I found a mask that was online. Um, it's very similar to like a drama mask, just with a few alterations to it. And uh, so I bought that mask and I wore it a couple of times. And I just kept looking at it and was like, man, I really need to find a way to make this mask my own and not just, you know, some random mask I found online. And uh, there's a young gentleman out here who um, has wrestled for years, trained for, and just opened up a training school recently in the past couple months. And came up to me one day and was like, hey, man, did you ever. Like you set on that mask, or did you have an idea for another mask? And I was like, I like the design of this mask, but I just need something to make it my own. And so uh, he took the mask and looked at it, took a picture of it, and he actually wrestles at that same promotion in NAWA that I won the title at. And uh, about a month after I won the title, he came up to me and gave me a bag and said, hey, man, this is yours. Just thought, you know, it helped. And I opened it up, and there was my mask right there. Uh, Scarecrow style, a very Batman-esque. Uh, the mouth moves when I talk, which makes it even creepier for people uh, when they see me with it on. I love it. It's like my favorite wrestling possession, possession to date. <clears throat> oh, let me ask you this. When you wrestle, would you consider yourself a babyface, a heel, an in betweeny, or do you let the fans decide what you're going to be that night? Uh, more so fans. Uh, I go with what the fans are going for. I do what I'm going to do regardless. Um, if the fans enjoy what I'm doing, then I'll play it in. I'll play it into the fans a lot. I'll I'll feed off the crowd. If they're not liking what I'm doing, I don't care. I'm not changing my game plan up because it's worked for me in the past and it's going to continue to work for me going forward. Um, if the fans don't appreciate that, then oh well. It looks like I'm going into business for myself at that point. But uh, I kind of play it play it by ear based upon like how the crowd reacts to me. Some people really, really love me. Some people really, really hate me. It just depends on where I'm at and what I'm doing. Okay. And then, uh, Granny Hawkster, uh, she's our co-host, uh, tonight. Um, and, uh, I know that, uh, she's got a few questions for you. Uh, I'm going to have her ask a few questions Then we're going to do the liner that we talked about. And then I'm going to ask you the tough questions. All right. Okay, well, hello. First of all, I am not a wrestler. I am a wrestling fan. I've been a huge fan for many years, and um, but Granny loves to give the bad guys lots of grief. I mean, I've had wrestlers use my cane on other wrestlers. I mean, I've been handcuffed to managers. I love the sport. I love. I love to watch wrestling. I love. I love it. So I and, guess uh, one of Granny, my questions. Uh, hmm. Hold on one second. Grant, Granny's finishing maneuver is called the hurricane. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't even. Have, I don't. I don't have one of those hurricanes. But anyways, anyways, what has been one of your most, your most toughest matches that you've ever had in your career? Your career. Oh man, toughest match I've had in my career. Um. um to date, it would probably be uh, I had a AML or America's Most Like Wrestling 
I had a heavyweight championship match with a man out here by the name of Zane Dawson. Um, he's a, also a man who's pretty large in stature, very hard hitter, hitter very uh, very uh, intense and brutal style of wrestling. Um, and it was probably the toughest match I had to date. It's between him and a gentleman by the name of Calvin Tankman, who I wrestled down at Atlanta Wrestling Entertainment. A few weeks ago, was also another heavy hitter, and uh, those were definitely my two toughest matches to date. Uh, they both pushed me to my limits and brought out a side of me that even I didn't know I had, and was able to help uh, bring out a probably a better and more vicious monster than people have seen in the past couple of years. Oh wow! Okay, my other my other question is one of my other questions is. Um, you know, you've always heard people talk about, you know, they're saying wrestling is fake. Well, I was at an independent show one time, and there was a little boy who had made a poster, and he says, wrestling is real, people are fake. What do you think about that statement? Uh, I don't think there could be a truer statement ever made. Um it's funny that the people that are always yelling wrestling is fake, wrestling is fake, are the people who've never gotten in the ring and actually tried to wrestle. Uh, they just are assuming based off what they see on TV and what they grew up off of that uh, what they see in is fake. And um, I, I agree with that kid wholeheartedly. Wrestling is real. People are fake. I mean, you'll hear people say all the time, like, oh, well, it's scripted, it's scripted, and, you know, you guys know who's going to win and who's going to lose. Uh, before you go into a match, and my response to them is, "How do you know that? Have you been in a match? Have someone told you that you are going to win a match? Like when you go to fight somebody, do they tell you, oh, hey, I know you don't like this person, but I need you to lose to him?' Like, I don't get where people are getting their source of knowledge from. And I mean, granted, I mean, there's been some stuff in the past where you kind of see guys who hate each other on TV, and then you'll see them out in public being friends um, or getting a drink together or things like that. But does that make the sport any less real? Does it make it any less dangerous? Um, I don't think so. Um, wrestling has been probably the most realistic thing that I've come across in years. Uh, as opposed you know, to, yeah, I, very yeah. good, very good answer. Well, you know, I used to be, I used to watch a uh, independent federation called traditional championship wrestling um, I'm, I live in Arkansas, and they ran all their shows in Arkansas most of the time. Some, they did some shows in, in Meridian, Mississippi, and other places, but most of their shows were in Fort Smith, Clarksville, you know, in Arkansas. Anyways, one of my very good friends, Mr. Saturday Night, Michael Berry, was in a match against a seven foot two guy by the name of Titan, and Titan had him in a chokehold on the top ring rope through Mr. Saturday Night off the top ring rope and right through the table. Well, they televised their wrestling shows, and you can, and depending on where you live, you can still see some of the old reruns today on TV. Well, immediately they went to the crowd to get the reaction, and I, here I am. They got me on TV with a close-up of my face. I've got my right hand over my mouth and my left hand on my heart, like, oh my God. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but they always appreciated when Granny w was there because they always made sure that wherever I was, 
that I was always front and center since they televised their programs because I interact so much with the wrestlers. When I go to wrestling shows, I love doing what I do. I and I've been like told that. and I've been told by my wrestling friends who I consider family, you know, like we you know, it wouldn't be a show without Granny, you know, we and and I'm very humbled by that because, you know, I'm fifty five years old. And I love this sport. I mean, I have a friend over in Oklahoma that does independent shows for kids that have got cancer called Wrestling for a Cause. And I am, like, very involved in that organization as well. Okay, cool. That sounds cool. Um, um, well, I'll tell you what, real quick here. Colorado, right? I'm sorry, what'd you say? Say what, Icon? Go ahead, Icon. Stop. Well, no, wrestling, is, uh, I believe it's in uh, Arkansas, isn't it, uh, Granny? No, wrestling for a cause? no, wrestling, wrestling for a Cause is out of Oklahoma. Right now, we don't have very many shows running in Arkansas right now, unfortunately. So Granny has to go to Oklahoma to see wrestling. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> All right, I'll tell you what, real quick here, uh, we're going to go ahead and do that liner that we talked about. I sent you the script. Uh, I'll count you down from uh, five, and then we'll record that. And then uh, I'll ask you the other questions, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll uh, let you get back to your training and uh, whatever else you uh, do to prepare for your uh, your week. Okay. And, <laughs> all right, so I'll go ahead and count you down for five, and we'll, if you have to do a couple takes, we'll do that. Ready? Gotcha. Five, four, three, two. All right, this is Rayhan Winston, a.k.a. Montana Black, and you're listening to Attitude Era Live with the host, the icon, the Big Swing, and Granny Holster. Excellent. Excellent. Awesome. Now, Very good. Very good. Now, every wrestler that we've had on, and every wrestler basically has a, a great finishing maneuver. Uh, tell us about yours. Tell us if it's got a name and uh, what's involved when you do it. Okay. Uh, the name of the move is called Welcome to Elm Street, and it is my variation of a choke slam. So uh, we guggle like I'm going for the choke slam, and then I pop my opponent up in the air and turn the choke slam into a flatliner. Sounds like that hurts. <laughs> Very much so. <laughs> uh, it's uh, pretty much all your weight, and then plus my assistance driving your face into the mat from about seven feet in the air. All right, and uh, I always ask every wrestler, independent wrestler that's on our show, this question, because everybody's answer is always different. No one is ever the same. So I'm going to see how you'll uh, respond to this. We all know that as wrestlers, uh, the big dance is the WWE. Now, when you get to the WWE, basically they control all aspects of your life. They tell you who you can talk to, what shows you can go on, this, that, the other, uh, and they basically run your life. But when you're an independent, you basically control your own destiny. Now, is the WWE something that you would want to do, or would you rather stay independent when you can control what you want to do? Uh, so going into it, WWE was always the goal for me, was to make it to WWE. Um, I think at the moment they have a lot of really talented guys and girls on their roster. Um, so at this moment, I probably enjoy being on the Indies a little bit more just because, um, getting there, 
I would probably just be kind of sitting there waiting, trying to find an opportunity to make myself a name there. And who knows how long that could take. Whereas here I can kind of get out there, make a name for myself, build a reputation up out here on the indie circuit. And then once I get the attention of the WWE, um, be able to really offer them something that they need. Uh, I was told early on when I first was looking for schools to train at that it's all about right place, right time. And I liked that answer, but I didn't like that answer as far as WWE. And I decided to myself to make myself so valuable that no matter what time and place, I'm always something that they feel like they're going to need. So that's what I'm working on right now to get there. So um, the Indies is kind of the place to be at right now. There's a lot of opportunity buzzing around here, and I'm just trying to capitalize off of it as much as possible. And uh, we will ask you this favor as well. Because of, uh, you know, your drive and, you know, you're such a great guy and we know this, when you get there, it's not if you get there, it's when you get there, that uh, you will still can, uh, consider us your friend, and you'll still talk to us uh, when you make it to the when you make that million dollar year contract. Oh, most definitely. Um, I'm a very big proponent of not forgetting people along the way. Um, I make a lot of friends. Uh, now and once things change, once I get to the level that I'm achieving to get to, those same people that were with me on the ride up are going to be the same people that I'm rocking with when I get there. So, I'm not going to act brand new or anything like that. I'll definitely still consider you guys good friends of mine and definitely continue to communicate and talk to you guys and stay in touch. All right. And then I've got one our, more uh, quick. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Icon. No, I was just going to ask you one quick question. Have you ever wrestled in Oklahoma? Uh, I have not. Uh, the furthest west that I've gone is uh, Texas. Um, uh-huh. That was during Mania Weekend in 2016, and I wrestled for uh, a birthday party show that morning, and that was the extent of it. Um, uh, that's about as far west as I've gone so far. The goal is to get out to... Midwest and the West within the next six months to a year um, and consistently get out there so that I can build a fan base out there and start wrestling in front of new crowds and getting to see and meet new people as well. Well, I have a lot of friends that wrestle in Texas, uh, but I was going to tell you, if you wanted to find out more about Wrestling for a Cause, they have a Facebook page. You can check out their Facebook page and you can find their email, WFC. Um, charity.com um, and I think it's like Tim at WFC.com but you can check out their Facebook page and it has Tim Rockwell's contact number on their Facebook page where if you were ever interested in wanting to wrestle for, in Oklahoma you might want to contact him and um, I'm my real name is Lori Bird on Facebook so if you had any questions you could message me and I could maybe get you connected with Tim Rockwell. He's the promoter and founder of WFC. Oh, most definitely. I would love to do that. Yeah, I'll definitely uh, follow up on that after the phone call's over. I'll definitely look into both of those. So um, I'll send, I'll find you and send you a print request, and then I'll uh, look for them as well and okay. uh, try and make some type of connection. That'd be great. Yeah. Great. Yeah. All right, and then uh, before we uh, before we sign off with you. If our fans wanted to uh, check you out and keep an eye on you, 
uh, and go to your shows and stuff. Uh, do you have a Facebook? Do you have a Twitter? Do you have an Instagram? Do you have a YouTube? What do you got out there? Oh, yeah, definitely. So um, I have all those. So Facebook, uh, it's just going to be Montana Black. Uh, look for the guy with the scary mask on his face. Uh, very colorful dreadlocks. Um, Instagram and Twitter pages are both the same, and that's Montana Black Pro. And my YouTube page is also Montana Black, or you can look up the WTC Wrestling, which is a YouTube page that was created for uh, pretty much everybody that trains at the same school as I train at, uh, giving them an opportunity to get their stuff online and kind of help get their name out there as well. Awesome. Well, I'll tell you what, we do appreciate uh, you joining us. And uh, we do want to have you on again, and we will stay in contact with you. Uh, you've been awesome, and uh, uh, I know that you want to get back to uh, doing your bench presses and your squats and your sit-ups and your push-ups and drinking your protein shakes. So uh, uh, we will uh, let you go, and uh, we will talk to you soon. Awesome. Thanks Thank for being guys, on. Uh, no problem. Thanks, Thank buddy. So have a great day. Thanks, have a great day. Have a great day. You too. Awesome. Montana what a Black. great interview. Great interview. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, and uh, he didn't rip me like uh, he just did a couple of weeks ago. Now, I know that it's not me to forgive easily. And I know this individual is still is listening. So, if uh, he is, which I'm pretty sure he is, because he said he was going to keep tabs on what we're doing, uh, let him call in again, and uh, uh, we can hash it out then. Uh, but anyway, uh, our next guest uh, should be calling in shortly, and uh, it's going to be Angela Dotson, and uh, hopefully uh, a big swing is, uh, uh, okay, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, our second combatant of the night, stepping out of the green room and walking down that aisle. She won the Best Actress Award for a non-reality TV show called Lap of Luxury, a.k.a. the Joe Schmo Show. I give you the hottest female from that show in the history of reality television, ladies and gentlemen, we have Angela Dobson. Hey, Angela. Hey, how are hey, you? hey, what's going on? Welcome to the show, Angela. Thank you. Now, very tell much. me, was that not the best introduction you've ever had? I well, second best. I'm just right. you no, know, that was. That, I'm just taking on you. That was awesome. Well, everybody picks on me. I'm used to it. Uh, now, before we get started, I want to kind of uh, 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 have you uh, kind of tell uh, us a little bit about yourself, and then we'll ask you uh, some uh, questions. So tell us, okay. who, tell us about yourself, and then we'll talk to you. All right. Well, uh, Angela Dodson, most people do remember me from the Joe Schmo Show. It aired on Spike TV. Um, I played the Sweet Virgin. Um I I don't know how I got picked for that role. I really don't. Um just luck, I guess. I don't know. Um I am back in Texas. I was living in Los Angeles at the time, 
But I am a Texas girl, so I came back to my grassroots. So I'm back in Texas, and uh, I'm in medical sales now. So uh, I, I do still get, you know, oh, it's weird. I still get a lot of fan mail, and that show aired, I guess, what, 15 years ago. And uh, I believe your character's name was Molly Crabtree, if I'm not mistaken. Molly Crabtree, the sweet virgin, yes. And I'm sure you've been asked this a lot, and I'm going to go ahead and start start right off with it. How close do you yourself resemble that character? Hmm. Well, well, number one, my character was supposed to be from Wisconsin. But okay. I don't know. Anybody that actually saw the show... I had a very, very, very strong Texas accent at the time because I had just moved there uh, from Texas. And that was actually the first audition that I ever went to, and I booked the show the same day. So I, I was unable to drop the accent at the time. So I was like, you know, hey, can we just kind of change it up a little bit? <laughs> and they said, no, your character is from Wisconsin. And, uh, you know, since it was just a fly by the seat of your pants kind of show, you know, I just kind of made it up that my character was originally from Texas, transplant to Wisconsin. I don't know. I don't know. It was, it was fun. It was really we had the same funny. character. It was so much fun. I mean, we had the same character 16 hours a day because we we basically, we lived with this guy who thought that, we were actual, you know, real people competing to win, you know, this hundred, I get, I, I'm trying to remember, it was $100,000. $100,000. $100,000 of money that wasn't real. Now, oh, no, he got my the money. question is, they, you know, you're supposed to be from Wisconsin, and uh, you're from Texas. Um, what did you, what would you do, or what did you have to do? When he would ask you, because I know your your actress friends wouldn't ask you about Wisconsin, but what did you do when he asked you about Wisconsin? Well, there was actually, I, I think I only had one major slip up. Um, you know, Molly the Virgin is not supposed to drink wine. But there was one night where everyone, quote unquote, convinced me to have wine with dinner. And I got a little bit of a buzz, I'm not going to lie. And somehow it just came out of my mouth that, you know, I lived in Texas. And he caught me. He, he busted me. He was like, now, wait, wait a minute. Don't, don't you live in – I'm like, oh, yeah, uh, that, that was uh, from when I lived in Texas before. And, you know, I just had to just – draw something up in my head just on the spot and it it was tough it was really really tough and uh, everybody knows that uh, you know when the show was on spike of course that's the same time that uh, monday night raw was on spike as well uh so my two favorite shows on spike were you know and i'm not a reality tv show fan but it's because of the joe schmo show and i'm not just saying this because you're on Here's the reason why I became a fan of reality TV shows. Because it was pseudo-reality. Oh, exactly. Thank you. And, uh, 
you know, and you know, the thing is, it's like, okay, I, I know she's, uh, I know that she's not really Molly, but, uh, you know, I, I, I love to go out with her, you know, uh, I kept on telling all my friends at work that too. Did you see, and you can ask anybody I worked with at that time. I said, did you guys see Molly last night? Man, she is gorgeous. She's like amazing. It's like, oh my God. And they're like, Icon, she, she's not really Molly. It's like, oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, well, you just ruined that for me. <laughs> anyway. No, um, I mean, there, there, no, you, there, there was a lot of ahead. Angela in Molly. I mean, you know, there were just certain things that I had to keep reminding myself, oh, you know, Molly Molly doesn't curse. Okay, so, you know, don't don't curse. Um, you know, Molly doesn't smoke cigarettes. Molly, Molly doesn't curse, you know. So, and the other thing that was cool that links you to wrestling, it, even though that uh, you had issues doing it, was the sumo wrestling match. If you, if you oh. tell, uh, tell us about that and why you didn't want to do that. I actually did not know I was claustrophobic until they put me in that sumo wrestling suit. Yeah, that actually <clears throat> it, it changed from day to day. The storyline changed. Every day from day to day, um, just depending upon what happened. Like, Matt, Matt developed a crush on the Molly character. Like, my character was originally only supposed to be around for, like, three episodes. And yeah, because if you remember, he voted you off the first episode. Yeah. Yeah. And in the storyline, like, they had written out, you know, the whole the whole season – I was only supposed to be on for three episodes, and then he kind of developed a crush on my character, and they were like, hmm, maybe we need to keep her character around for a little longer to see what kind of drama we can drum up. And then what they wrote in was I was originally supposed to lose my virginity to the hutch on the show. Oh, my God. Right? Yeah, I, I know he's just a character. I, I guess he's a really sweet guy in real life, though. I guess, right? Oh, David Hornsby's amazing. Yes. Yeah, all of my co-stars were absolutely amazing people. Um, but yeah, so I was going to lose my virginity to the Hutch on the show, and uh, they changed it to where I developed a crush on Ralph, the host, and he developed a crush on me back. And apparently, I lost my virginity. To Ralph, and they brought right. my fake church boyfriend in. Like literally, we had a meeting every morning about how the storyline was going to change that day. Now the guy that uh, played your boyfriend in the show now, because you guys had did the the you guys had got ready for a whole year before you actually started filming this. Now was he like the stand-in for for the eventual? character that Matt played uh, when you guys were rehearsing? Is that is that how he it, he worked into it? No. I mean, they, they just, they hired him specifically to play the part of, you know, my dopey, nice boyfriend. <laughs> and I, I always loved how, uh, you know, uh, you're, uh, for people that don't know, her uh, uh, comfort item was a picture of her boyfriend and then the first day she like just left it on a table and uh it was always it always seemed like Matt was always questioning 
uh, Molly's values, it seemed like, because, uh, you know, he always, he suggests that you guys pray before every meal. And, hey, Molly, your picture yeah. of your, your boyfriend is over here, and you're like, oh, is that where it is? <laughs> and that was actually another one of my goof-ups. That wasn't planned. That was just... Now, do you still yeah, have any contact with any of your co-hosts or uh, your co-actors from that show? Um, Lance Crawl, the guy that played Kip, the funny gay guy who is hilariously funny in real life, but absolutely not gay. He's married with children. Um, he and I are still friends, and uh, he's a, a great producer. Um, he's got a lot of projects. Uh, now, I mean, look at Kristen Wiig, who played Dr. Pat. Look at her career, how it took off. Yeah, she's off. on Saturday Night Live now, yeah. Um, I mean, you know, Bridesmaids. Like, she, her career has just exploded. I mean, now, uh, wow. Unfortunately, we lo- we did lose uh, my favorite character from that show, Earl the Veteran. He passed away a, a year or so ago, I think. yeah. Yeah, that was pretty heartbreaking to everybody. Yeah, do, do you still have contact with Matt? Uh, the reason why I ask is if you could get us in contact with any of these guys. Matt actually Matt? Facebook unfriended me. Really? We were face we were Facebook friends, and I found out he unfriended me maybe a year and a half ago. I know what it, I know uh, why. Because he heard that you were going to be on the show and him, he wasn't. Oh, is that why? I think so. No, I'm oh. kidding. <laughs> I mean, I could definitely try to get in touch with him, but no, I, I, you know, we would talk from time to time, and I would just be like, how are you? You know, great, great, great. I mean, keep in mind, he did get that $100,000, so right. I don't know why he would be upset. I mean, you know, I, I guess uh, if you could get me in touch with him, and I, uh, you know, Lance, uh, you know, Kip, the gotta be gay guy, uh, if you could get me in touch with him too, uh, you know, I, I sent out a, I sent out a message to him. Maybe you can let him know how cool that I am, and uh, you know, maybe uh, oh, you should sure. hook me up with that. I, I'd appreciate that if you can. Now, uh, tell us, uh, what exactly are you doing nowadays uh, in your acting career? Um, really nothing that much. Um, you know, I've done a, a couple of shorts. I mean, where I live in Texas, there's not much going on. Um, you know, I'm about six hours from New Orleans where, you know, it's actually a pretty booming film industry out there. But, you know, to, to have to take off work just to go to auditions, it just, it wouldn't work. So, uh, I mean, do I want to get back into that? It's so cutthroat. Um, I ob- obviously would be going up for different parts now. I'm a brunette. You know, I'm a, just <clears throat> a couple years older than I was back for the Joe Schmo days. Um, well, and to be honest with you, you, and I'm not just, like I say, people say that the icon's just saying that because you're on, but, you know, to me, you're you're still as beautiful as you were when you're on that show. Yeah, thank you, thank you very you, much. To me, you haven't changed a bit. 
I'm, I'm still in you. love with you. I, I know. I know you're probably married, and you got probably got a boyfriend that's a bodybuilder or something. I want to say it. I I'd love to date you. I'd love to marry you myself. I am single, no children, own my own home. Um, I volunteer with a no-kill dog rescue called Pups in Peril, and it keeps me between my full-time job in medical sales and my volunteer job. It actually keeps me pretty busy. Well, I'll tell you what. Go ahead and uh, uh, we'll let you do that. Uh, Tell us a little bit about your charity and how uh, our listeners can help with that. Okay. Well, we have a Facebook page. It's Pups, P-U-P-S. I-N-N, Peril, P-E-R-I-L. So we're on Facebook, and uh, we are a no-kill rescue. So, um, you know, once we pull a dog from, you know, a pound or a shelter, uh, they automatically go to the vet, and we have them spayed, neutered, microchipped, all of their vaccinations taken care of. We handle any emergency surgeries or any, you know, vet care needed. And they go into loving foster homes and they stay there until they're adopted. We've, we've had some dogs, you know, under our, our rescue um, umbrella for God, over four years now. So, you know, and, always uh, I, I know that uh, no, I, I'm a dog lover myself. And uh, you know, uh, me too. Dogs, I have two dogs. Yeah, yeah. Yay! Yeah, that, that's my, my my first dog was a rescue dog actually, and uh, we lost him. Uh, yeah, I think five years ago now. We he died of leukemia, and uh, it was the first dog I ever had. And uh, I miss Mario to this day, but that's why whenever uh, we have people that do dog rescue, I let them talk about that so we can. Uh, uh, get people involved in that. As a matter of fact, we had a guest about two months ago or three months ago now, uh, actually Paige. I don't know if you ever if you heard of her, but she used to be on a show called oh, Senior Bus. Oh, absolutely, I love her. Yeah, and uh, she uh, she does she did dog rescue as well, and we had her on to talk about that. Um, so since you're not really uh, in the acting business anymore, you're doing dog rescue and everything. Do you um, do you uh, have any Gumption at all to get back into it or not? If the right role came along, um, it would be hard to turn down if the right role came along. Like if I they said, uh, we want you to uh, we want you to start a movie with the icon as his wife. I mean, if, if the price if the if the price were right, um, you know. Like I said, I'm definitely not the 23-year-old that could play the roles that I did before, and I probably wouldn't. You know, looking back on my 20s, there there are a lot of roles that I I probably should have passed up, and um, knowing that I was going to move back to a small Bible Belt town in southeast Texas, I probably would have passed up, but... Uh, <laughs> Where, where in Texas you know, do you live? If you if you if you if you can tell us that, or if you don't want to, I'll understand. But oh, what is the city in no, Texas you live in? Uh, Beaumont. Beaumont, Texas, home of J.P. the Big Bopper Richardson. Yes. Yes, and Janet uh, Joplin and Tracy Bird, and we've got we've got a lot of famous people. 
that have come out of this area. Mark Chestnut. I mean, really a lot of famous people from this area. Uh, the reason, because the reason why I was asking is, you know, I'm going to be in uh, Frisco, Texas in January, and uh, maybe on the way there, on the way back, if you'd allow me to swing by so I can meet you in person, that'd be cool. You know? You're going where, Frisco? Frisco, yep. Yeah. I've never been to Frisco. I don't even think I know where Frisco is. Uh, it's uh, it's about 20 minutes from Dallas. Dallas is about what five hours from here. Well, I'd, I'd be willing to I'd be, I'd be willing to drive out of the way to meet you. <laughs> it's a date, then. Just let me know. Awesome. Yeah, and then uh, I'll, uh, I'll I'll just keep in track with you on uh, on uh, Facebook, and then I'll let you know. Now, uh, I did send you a little uh, because you're an actress, and uh, I know that you're good with reading scripts. I'm going to have you. Uh, we're going to go ahead and do that liner, and then I'm going to ask you a few more questions, and we'll let uh, you get back to what uh, you were doing. We do appreciate you joining us tonight. Uh, so what I'll do is I'll count you down for five seconds. And uh, if we have to do a couple takes, we'll do that, and then uh, we'll continue the interview, and then uh, we'll uh, let you go. Sounds good to me. I'm literally sitting here watching my pit bull play with his bone, and my chihuahuas and my Pomeranian watch him. So <laughs> that's right. what I'm here doing go. right now. Okay, ready? Five, four, three. Hey, this is Angela Dodson. You're listening to the Attitude Era Live with the host, the icon, the Big Swing, and Granny Hookster. Awesome. That's awesome. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna let Granny uh, ask you a few questions, but uh, and everybody knows me <clears throat> that I'm gonna ask this question. There was a there was one. Uh, well, there's actually two things of the Joe Moore I'm gonna ask you about. The okay. first one is uh, you had a little uh, wardrobe malfunction in the bikini honey money thing. Was that planned or did that just accidentally happen? Oh, gosh. Was that where I was coming out of the swimming pool? Yeah. The yep. honey money. The honey. Gosh. I mean, they had me in a bikini in every single every single opportunity they could put me in a bikini they put me in a bikini so I'm trying to think that is when they handcuffed us together and covered us in honey right right yeah you were wearing the blue bikini and it kind of did I have a a malfunction yeah 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 you kind of had a little nip slip there of course they blurred it out on television there were a couple of nip slips um during that show, one in particular, uh, I was doing a, like a cannonball in the pool and, and came up and. That's when it happened, yep. Yeah. No, that was totally unintentional. See, the thing is, and they blurted out on television. I thought, okay, when I buy the DVD, you're actually going to nope. see the thing, and they blurted nope, out on the DVD. They blurted out. They absolutely but blurted out. Was that out a your request, or did they do that as a favor to you? Um, I think that was in my contract. Okay, cool. cool. And then the other thing I, I have to ask you about is uh, the models with chocolate. You uh, didn't really want to try and find those letters. And I think your, 
your quote was, and I love this quote. Uh, I believe your quote was, you don't know if these gals have showered. You don't know if they have eczema. You don't know if they have booty cooties. Uh, you, were, you were really disgusted by that statement, weren't you? I was totally disgusted. That was not, that was, I had no clue that scene was even going to be, like, I had no clue that that's what we were going to have to do. I was absolutely disgusted by that. I was, I was Angela Dodson, not as Molly Crabtree. Like, I am not going to lick chocolate off of a stranger. I don't know where those people have been. Well, but you know, because it was silly. It was silly out there that night, and that chocolate had hardened on their bodies. And uh, uh, when you, you guys were rehearsing this, they, they, they didn't rehearse that? It was just like a spur-of-the-moment thing, huh? Absolutely. Yeah, they didn't. Okay. we didn't know about it until we actually walked out, and I was just like, I'm not doing this. I told the producers, I said, I'm not doing this. And then on camera, I was just like, Mm-mm, I'm out. Don't know where they've been, which, you know, I was like, I don't want their DNA in my mouth. Oh, and, you know, and now that, you know, whenever I walk, watch that back, I'm like, you know what? I'm with you. That was totally disgusting, you know. That's gross, right? Yeah, I mean, oh. I mean, you know, I guess, you know, if, you know, I, I'm sure there's a lot of guys out there that that's their fantasy, like chocolate off a, off a high-priced hooker. But, uh, you know, after, you know, a while thinking about it, it's like, yeah, I, I'm, with, I'm with Molly on that. that. That's just, you know, that's just not, that's just disgusting, you know. Yeah, so that was another little twist and turn that, the producers didn't expect, and they had to kind of change the storyline up a little bit, you know, because our yeah. I, our team was supposed to win, and that put us, I believe, at a loss. But sorry. Sorry, guys. Not happening. Ew. <laughs> no. And I did not know either that uh, with the high-priced Hooker, the porn star. I did not know that they were going to put my hand on her boob either. And that that kind of grossed you out a little bit too, didn't it? Well, I mean, that actually didn't gross me out. She she had a, a nice she had a nice boob, but no, they they <laughs> didn't tell us before where our body part was going to go on her body part. That was you know they planned and, that uh, and they <laughs> And finally, the the other the, the final question I have to ask, uh, you know, because you know this is like kind of like I wish they would have had more audio commentary on the DVDs. I thought it would have been cool if they would have did that, but they didn't. Now the the other game I want to ask you about, and I'll understand if you don't want to talk about it, but uh, the uh, these drawers aren't yours, where they had you guys. <laughs> That those weren't really your underwear, obviously, right? No, none of those underwear belonged to any of us. Like, I didn't even find out that the black underwear that Matt had on were supposed to be Molly's underwear until they announced whose underwear were whose. 
And then I think in my interview afterwards, I was like, those were my underwear. I was like, Molly wouldn't wear black panties like that. You know? Yeah, no. Yeah, it, yeah and you were petite. Those look like uh, little extra large, really, kind of. Yeah. You know? Those were awful. There were there now, were uh, many many yeah. Now, uh, Granny Hulkster, uh she's our co-host, and I know that she's got a few questions for you. So we'll let her ask a few questions, and then we'll uh, we'll uh, let you uh, we'll let you go. And uh, we hope that uh, you uh, enjoyed your time with us, and you'd be willing oh, to do again. That we didn't scare you away, and I will. It's nice to admit <clears throat> that you're one of the few female guests that does not have a restraining order against me. <laughs> no, not yet, not yet. Oh, not yet. Oh, okay. Well, I'll mind. <laughs> yeah, you you I, better be watch out, Icon. You know, you might just you might be getting that restraining order pretty soon, but you know, hope not. But anyways, I, I really don't. I really don't have any questions per se because I think you pretty much answered what I was going to ask, anyways. But my um, passion is because I have a couple of dogs too. Um, I have a Basset Hound and I have a half mountain cur half lab uh that we got a couple years ago after my rat terrier had to be put to sleep because he got really really sick but my son is 31 years old and he actually got a rescue dog back in 2011 from the local animal shelter in arkansas where i live at and um he um he's had he's had mysterio for almost seven years and I tell you, that dog has really helped him companion-wise. I mean, emotional support, you know, whatever. I mean, that's been the best little partner companion for my son because even though my son is 31, you know, sometimes his mentality is not always of a 31-year-old, you know. But I just admire the work that you do. You know, helping animal dogs and everything. I mean, I think that's just awesome. It is my passion. It is truly my passion. But my son, he's got a Chihuahua mix. I think he's got some dachshund in him, but his name's Mysterio. He named him after the WWE wrestler Ray Mysterio because my son, like my son and my husband and I, we all like to watch wrestling. I love it. That's where I got the gimmick name from. I'm not a wrestling. I'm not a wrestler, but that's where I got the gimmick name from because I like to watch wrestling, and I holler at all the bad guys when I go to wrestling shows. <laughs> I love that. That is awesome. And uh, yeah, no. The other thing I was going to ask you. Rescue dogs. The other thing like I was always know. Can you guys hear me? I can hear you. Okay, yeah. See, I, the re- the other reason why I needed uh, Granny to fill in there is because uh, I'm having a mic issue. I don't know if you guys can hear me if it's coming in blurred or what. But uh, my other uh, question I was going to ask um, um, Angela there is, uh, might uh, if you could, uh, we have a big Christmas uh, giveaway show that coming up, and uh, we were wondering if you might be willing to uh, send us some autographs that we can use for giveaways. Yeah, I can do that. Okay. And then, of course, this is kind of an ego question, too. The icon made you a, uh, well, actually made you a couple of collector's cards. One that you uh, 
didn't like and one that uh, you thought was kind of cool. Were they not the coolest thing you ever saw? Yeah, the second one I liked. Oh, that is a very fast car and loud car that just drove by. Yeah, the second one I did like because it actually has me as a brunette, which is what I look like now. The first one had me as a blonde, which is not me anymore, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Or fortunately. I don't know. I go through a phase every couple of years where I'm like, I gotta change it up a little bit. So so but you are naturally a blonde though, right? Yeah, I'm naturally dirty blonde and Joe Schmo show, I was kinda like bleached out, you know, with that bright white blonde and now I'm kind of like auburnish, reddish. Yeah. I think that you should kind of reinvent yourself, you know, every five, ten years. So now did they did they did they dye your hair blonder then for that role then? No, no. I had just moved oh, to California no. and for this audition, um, when I went in, I was given the choice of auditioning for Molly the Sweet Virgin or Ashley the Rich Girl. The rich bitch. And I yeah. was like I was like, Well, Honestly, I think my accent will make me seem more innocent and sweet. So, you know, I just went in with this sweet, innocent Southern accent, and they followed me out to my car, and they said, hey, can you come back at two? And I was like, absolutely. So I went back, and they actually booked me, like, at my second audition that day. I was like, oh, my gosh. Awesome. This is Awesome. Now, now, of course, one one last question, and then we'll uh, we'll let you go. Uh, now, you guys, uh, of course, the the prize money was fake, but Matt got it for his uh, appearance. Uh, now, did you guys have a, a salary for that, or was that just like a free time thing? Yeah, no, we got paid. Um, you know, everybody had an agent, of course. Um, and our agent negotiated, uh, you know, what we got paid per salary. And, I mean, per salary, what we got paid per episode. And, you know, since I ended up staying through all eight episodes, obviously I got paid more than, you know, had I just stayed through the three that they had originally written me into. And I'm going to tell you something. Cool. We actually shot that whole show in 11 days. And it was on for like four months or something like that. Well, I mean, they showed the show. I believe it was a. I believe it was a two-hour premiere, and then what? Every week, and it was a two-hour finale. Right. So, yeah. However long it was that that it showed, you know, the whole show was shot in eleven days. So we got paid oh, what? per episode. Go ahead, sir. Yeah. Uh, one other thing I was going to ask, you know, I know it was a fake reality show, but, you know, the whole deal is, you know, you shot it in 11 days, and, of course, Matt didn't know it was fake. But no. the question is, when someone got eliminated, you know, they obviously didn't let them just leave. They, they You guys... Uh, whoever got voted off stuck around, obviously, correct, to help the show, even though Matt didn't know that they were there? No, they left. No, they left. Well, they did. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I, was, I, I now, was always wondering how that worked. Um, I mean, unless 
I don't know what happened to the ones that, you know, got voted off first. Like, I know that, you know, when it was down to the, you know, final just couple of us, you know, Kip, Brian, and I, I believe, were, like, the last three along with Matt. Um, And then I know, like, the last night that I know when I was voted off, which was, like, the night before. For the final ceremony, they put me in a hotel instead of just letting me right. go home. I mean, it was, it was driving distance. It was shot in Thousand, Thousand Oaks, um, and I lived in the Valley at the time. But they just went ahead and just, you know, put me in a hotel right there. Yeah, because you guys, you guys appeared, uh, uh, debuted on September 2nd, 2003, and uh, your last show was October 28th of 2003. Okay, good to know. Hey, good to know. So what, that's 15 years uh, ago. Yeah. And, and it apparently Yeah, and like still I say, I, I watch it religiously. Well, and it still airs, like, overseas. I can always tell when it's airing overseas because I start getting a bunch of weird friend requests. I know that sounds really? kind of funny, but yeah, I always get a bunch of weird friend requests from overseas, and, um, and you know, uh, I still get. I suppose when Facebook, you saw mine, you're like. No. Uh, well, I suppose when you saw my friend request, you're like, "Oh my God, an icon is watching another icon." Oh, stop <laughs> it! No, no. <laughs> Oh, Icon, what are we going to do with you, my friend? Uh, well, I'll never... tell you what, uh, uh, Angela, uh, we do appreciate you joining us tonight, and I'll send you the address of where to send the autographs, whatever you can do for us, we would appreciate. And uh, you've been awesome, and hopefully you'll be willing to join us again at some point if uh, you ha- the Icon hasn't scared you too much. Now, don't forget, I'm the only one that got to keep my plate. Oh, that's right. That's right, because yeah. Ralph Garman said, yeah, because he was infatuated with you, and uh, he let you keep your plate. I remember that. Yeah, so I've been and I remember, uh, do you still have it? Of course I do. So I bet you I'm holding on to it, thinking, can... what can I do with this? What should? What good can come out of this? It's actually sitting in my china cabinet staring at me every time I walk past it. Oh, yeah, I'll tell you what, if, uh, you know, worst comes worst, I, I know that you could, uh, you could sell that on, like, uh, TV props or movie props. You can get a pretty penny for something like that. Whatever I do and The reason it, why I know that is because I paid, I paid $7,000 for the original, uh, for one of the original um, Ray Sports Almanacs from, uh, Back to the Future. I paid seven thousand dollars for it. Wow! I'll have to look into it. I mean, if I can get a pretty good amount, obviously I'll do it and donate it to Pups and Peril. But you know, if not, then I'll just hold on to it for the rest of my life as you know, some memorabilia from my younger years. Awesome. And real quick here, if uh, our fans wanted to uh, keep track, do you have an Instagram? Do you have a Facebook? Do you got a Twitter? Do you got a YouTube? What do you got up there? Uh, just I post everything on Facebook and I post everything uh, public. Okay, 
So they can yeah. check you out on uh, Facebook yeah. under Angela Dodson. Yep. Well, I'll tell you what, Angela, thank you so much. You've been awesome. Thanks for being and, on uh, our show. Oh, y'all, I'll tell you what, you, thank you so much for having me. And you still have my heart. You always will. Oh, I'll hold on to it forever and ever. Thank you, Angela. You have a good night. Thank you. Thanks, Angela. Bye, y'all. Good night. Bye. Awesome. Bye. Oh, that was uh, that was a cool interview. Uh, we'll just wait. Yes, for, it was. Um, we'll just wait for the fox to uh, join us, and uh, we'll talk to him shortly. I know that he'll be uh, on in shortly, and uh, we'll talk to him. Uh, did you do you remember that show, Granny? The George uh, Bush. Yeah. I do. Yeah. Yeah, she uh she was awesome on that show and uh uh I mean I I like I liked uh I like that but uh um uh, I, I watched it because of Molly. <laughs> well of course. Uh, okay. All right. Of course. So I, I think our next guest is on. Uh hopefully uh, Big Swing will put him through or he has put him through. Um we'll double check. And uh, then we'll uh, go to him, and then we'll have him till the end of the show. Awesome. Okay, well, he says he's on the line. Hopefully, uh, uh, Big Swing will put him through. Uh, I know, I hope, I'm sure he's thinking. Um, you know that's the that's the you know the cool thing about Big Swing. You know he uh, he's a, he's a hard worker and everything, and he uh, he always uh, keeps everything going for us. Um, but and he uh, just had so. a birthday a couple of days ago too. Yeah. Well, I didn't get that to sing happy guest. birthday to him tonight. <laughs> well, I think our guest is on, so I'm going to go ahead and introduce him, and then okay. we'll uh, get to it. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, our third and com- final combatant of the night. He brings new meaning to the word heel manager with golf clubs. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the fly man himself. Sylvester Fox. Hey, how are you? I'm doing great, Icon. How are you doing tonight, buddy? Well, good, you rogue manager, you. You mean old man, you? <laughs> whoa, whoa, Granny Holster, come on now. You, you, you know, normally you like to give me heck, but we don't need to do it 10 seconds into the interview. Hey, Granny's got to rough you up, you know? I mean, that's my job. Well, I'm, I'm sure you're glad to hear that, uh, that the icon's heart is taken by somebody else now, so you don't have to worry about that at least. Whatever, you know, it's okay. <laughs> well, you know, I'll tell right. you, uh, I, I, I hate to say it's lie, but... Uh, uh, she's more my type than you are. But anyway, 
that's uh, not a story for another time. Uh, now, the last time we had you on, uh, you were holding a, a title. Do you still have possession of that title? The uh, fully loaded wrestling KD Productions Fargo Championship icon? Is that what you're referring to? Yes, the title that uh, my girlfriend won't let me have a shot on. Yes, yes, it's it's defendable 24-7. Um, you, you did have the opportunity to climb the rail and come over, but your girlfriend was afraid the hernia was going to act up, and she wouldn't let you go. I, I remember that very, very carefully, very uh, specifically. Yeah, she gave, she gave uh, she gave you a rain check on your life. <laughs> so yes, uh, the the belt was defendable twenty four seven up until uh, the big announcement uh, about a week ago now that uh, I will be defending the the belt in a battle royal at uh, Fully Loaded Wrestling's All Hallows Eve, October twenty first at the Delta Hotel in Fargo, North Dakota. So in order for me to have a a proper opportunity to train for this battle royal, they suspended the, uh, you know, 24-7 rule on the belt until the battle royal. And what day is that? That is uh, Sunday, October 21st, right here in Fargo, North Dakota, home of the icon. And, you know, I have a feeling that – uh, the icon is probably going to be uh, at that event, so oh. uh, I would uh, I would uh, bring what you got to protect you because <laughs> the icon's going to be uh, gunning for you. I want a shot at that title. Well, hey, I, if if uh, if you talk to the powers that be at the Foley Load Wrestling and they put you in the Battle Royal, I have no idea who or what is going to be in that Battle Royal. They're they're withholding that information from me. But all I know is I have an over-the-top rope Battle Royal that I have to defend this belt on. I mean, mean, you know. Speaking of that, real quick, speaking of that, my question is, uh, the last time uh, we had you on, there is a gentleman that called in and had some not so very nice things to say about you. Uh, is that individual still hanging around somewhere? I, you know, he, he was at the last show. Uh, he was front row. Um, he did some talking, but he didn't, he didn't get involved, which is probably good on his part. He didn't have a girl. He didn't have a girlfriend to keep him from going over the rail, but he had a friend that figured he'd injure himself too. So, all I can say is, Mr. Fox, you better shine that belt up nice and pretty for whoever's going to take it from you. Oh, uh, no, I mean, uh, Granny Holster, the only only person who's taken that belt from me is, is a member of Sly's family. I mean, as you, you're fully aware, uh, Mr. Icon, uh, the um, Sly's guys, who's my... Uh, my my gentleman that I manage um, holds almost every belt in the entire company. Uh, Except Tyler that Colton, the Canadian Hercules, is the fully loaded wrestling heavyweight champion of the world. The uh, Freak Machines um, are, are uh, fully loaded tag team champions of the world. And Mr. TLC, Tommy Lee Curtis, 
is the No Limits champion of Foley Load Wrestling. And as we've reiterated several times, Sylvester J. Fox, manager extraordinaire himself, is the KD Productions Fargo champion. So the only belt that eludes us at the moment is the Outlaw Championship. And let me tell you three, that is high on our priority list to take over at the All Hell's Eve in October. Oh, how I so wish Granny was so much closer to Fargo, North Dakota, where I could come to that show. Well, you know, uh, Granny, you might have to come up here for that. Well, you know, I have to see what my schedule's like. You know, I, I'm a very busy person, especially during the month of October. So I've got a lot going on. So, um, but, yeah, I, I tell you, if if it could be possible, I would love to come up there because it would give me so much wonderful Oh, a warm feeling inside just to be able to give Mr. Sylvester Fox so much grief and turmoil. Grief. Yes, grief. yes, honey, you have never seen Granny Holster in action. Let me tell you, I have, no, I, I have, oh, I, I tell you, I can talk smack to the best of them. Let me tell you, my friend, I can talk smack to the best of them. And I have, well, and boy, would I have fun messing with you, my friend. Why would you hey, want to uh, mess with me, Granny Hulkster? If you can't beat them, join them. That's what I always say. Well, you know, you know, I have, a, I have some friends over in Oklahoma that has an organization called Wrestling for a Cause that Granny is very much involved in. This organization helps, can't, you know, that are fighting cancer. We do shows for kids that are fighting cancer. And, you know, we have this little group of guys right now called the Villains at WFC. And the promoter and founder of WFC at the Ryder Cup show, he was in the ring with the other villains with my son getting their picture taken. And all of a sudden, Tim Rockwell comes up and says, okay, everybody, one, two, three, hashtag Granny Villain, make it stick. They're trying to get me to change my name to Granny Villain Slot, and it's not going to happen because I don't work well, that way. That's against my better judgment. And further, well, you know, I'm just going to throw a little gas on the fire here, too, because I like listening you guys go at it. I'm going to let you continue. Because uh, we're going to have you on for we got uh, uh, we got you on here for another fifteen minutes or so. So, uh, uh, Sly, I got to let you know uh, we know uh, where you uh, graduated from college, uh, which was uh, I do believe North Dakota State University. I do uh, have a degree from North Dakota State University. That is correct, Mr. Atchison. And. Uh, Granny Hulkster is a UNI fan. Northern Iowa? Yeah. No, I'm not. Or is it? Or are you a Youngstown fan? No. I live in Arkansas, dear. <laughs> I'm trying to start. I'm trying to start a war here. You're ruining. I know it. you are. I know. I know you are. I know you are. But you know what? 
I mean, I, I don't watch much college, but I mean, I do, I do like a couple of college teams out there. I like the Razorbacks in Arkansas, and I like the Jayhawks because I'm originally from Kansas. But you know, whatever. I'll, 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 play, I'll, play, I'll play. I'll play this game. I'll play this game, Icon. You know, I'll like whoever you want me to like. You know, whatever. Well, North Dakota State beat the Jayhawks. Well, you know, whatever. Yeah, that's fine. But you know, I mean, I but I'm originally from Kansas, originally. You know, but and then and then professional. Uh, sports. I like the Kansas City Chiefs and the Kansas City Royals. So, you know, you got you got to appreciate the Kansas City teams. They're the ultimate underdog story. It always seems. You know, you 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 are aware, Granny Holster, that the icon is the is the self-proclaimed biggest North Dakota State University Bison fan in the city of Fargo, don't you? Well, that's fine. Yeah. With a I mean, brand new RV as well. Yeah, he's ready yeah. to get that RV going for his RV man cave, as he's calling it, you know. So he's ready to take that well, big boy out on the road and make an appearance in Bison tailgating. They had, they had, Granny Holster, they had a fan appreciation night last week where uh, fans come out and get autographs signed by all the players on the team and uh, get yard signs to put out your yards for game day and whatever else. And it was like, honest to God, seven hours before the event was supposed to start, and the icon was the first person in line. He, I don't think oh, the I next don't person doubt showed it. up for like, for like three hours. The next person didn't show up for longer. Icon, how long were you the only person in line for? And, uh, well, I was I was uh, in line by myself for two hours before someone showed up, and I was in line eight hours before the event. I mean, this man is the epitome of dedication, Granny Holster, the absolute epitome of dedication. Well, let me show, let me tell you how much dedication Granny's got going on right now, Sly. I am actually doing this show live with you all from Little Rock, Arkansas. Um, my husband and my son and I, we belong to the Moose Lodge in Arkansas where we live. And this weekend is our as our annual yearly convention. So I am sitting here by the pool, by my hotel room, doing this show tonight. That's how much dedication Granny's got for this show. Let me tell you. Wow, that that is dedication. No wonder you two. Are doing and you such need a good and, job of- and, and you need and you need to come to Oklahoma. You need to show up at Wrestling for a Cause, man. I tell you, I would have fun playing with you. <laughs> we need to now, make this. So we need to make this happen. Hey, you guys uh, were at an you, event together, were you not? Say what? You guys were at an event together, were you not? Mm, not that I know hey, of. Did you say you? Did you say you met Sly? No. Oh wait, wait. Said you did. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. You still need to cut. You still need to come to wrestling for a cause. So, so you just gotta make sure that the promoter books me, and I'll let the icon ride with me as long as. Well, you he, uh, okay? You you can you can look up their Facebook page and contact Tim Rockwell at Wrestling for a Cause. And tell him that Granny Holster sent me. Yeah, and Granny Holster told you to contact him. Yep. Because you know he likes those he likes those villainous people. You know he likes those evil people. Oh, 
Tim Rockwell is the natural born villain. Oh. Well, I don't want to That's what he that goes by, the natural born villain. I don't like to consider myself to be a. For us to go down there. I'll pay half the expense for us to go down there. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't call myself a villain. I, I prefer to say that I just do what it takes to win. And well, you know, well, that's you know, and and that's what Tim Rockwell does. They they like to cheat, <laughs> and they like to hit people whoa, with crowbars. Whoa, yes, I mean Tim Rockwell. He has a crowbar by the name of Shirley that he uses. Maybe I should name my golf club. Yeah, he calls Shirley, it crowbar Shirley. Surely you can't be serious. Yeah, yeah, I am. Surely I am serious. <laughs> no, you would have you would have fun. You would have fun at WFC. You really would. I am serious. So don't call me Shirley. What, what other? Uh, yeah. One other quick thing. I, I got to mention. You know, Sly mentioned my dedication. One thing I got to uh, let Sly know is, uh, as of ten. Uh, 15 a.m. and 32 seconds this morning, the Icon officially has two seats in Frisco, Texas for the championship game. Wow. Now that's, 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 well, that's not even far from where you are, Granny Hulkster. If you're in Oklahoma, he's in, no, I'm in Arkansas. I'm, I'm in Arkansas. I'm in Arkansas. Oh, well, you, you said that show's in Oklahoma. Well, yeah, yeah, the wrestling show, the wrestling for causes in Oklahoma. Yeah, so maybe you and the icon can hook up when he goes down there in January for a football game. He's got to go to Frisco, Texas. I'm not sure how Frisco, how far Frisco is from where I live at in Arkansas. Yeah, well, I might I might drive out of the way on the way back to see you. That would be cool. That would be cool. Yep. So, Icon, just to recap, October 21st, Fully Loaded Wrestling, Fargo, North Dakota. Sly's guys will be back dominating. Fully Loaded hasn't been to Fargo in several months. We're excited to make our return. Are you too familiar with uh, the former Impact champion, Eli Drake? Eli Drake? Tell us about him. Eli Drake is, you want to talk about the ultimate heel, Granny Hulkster, or, or, or bad villain, or whatever you want to call him. Uh, Eli Drake uh, could bury anybody with a microphone. He, he is amazing. Uh, he was the Impact champion at one time. He's also been the champion of uh, uh, Future Stars of Wrestling down in Las Vegas. Um, we'll be bringing in... Uh, Eli Drake for for that show here on October 21st in Fargo. Uh, obviously, Five Guys will all be there. TLC, the Freak Machines, uh, the Canadian Hercules, Tyler Colton, uh, other names that you're very familiar with that'll be there. Uh, the Hotshot Danny Duggan will be back. Um, Christian Rose will be in from uh, Chicago area, I believe. Um, Duke Cornell. Uh, the uh, outlaw champion. We have every intention of taking his belt from him, but that's a different story. So, uh, ton, tons of tons of talent from uh, from Minneapolis area. I mean, it's a can't miss show. 
Uh, we're very excited to be back, and uh, we have another show coming up, uh, or two shows coming up in December as well. So, fully loaded wrestling, that's where it's at. Uh, we also have a show coming up here on September 30th, not too far from here, uh, in St. Louis Park, Minnesota, uh, where I'll be managing uh, TLC again, Mr. Tommy Lee Curtis. Uh, we'll be they'll be uh, doing a show. It's called uh, Midwest um, Wrestling, and uh, they it's the very first time they're doing a show, and they are bringing in the enforcer, Arn Anderson, for the show. Oh, wow! The September thirtieth. Yeah, yeah. So double and, uh, A, Arn Anderson. I'll have to come down and see that. Yeah. So definitely. Uh, Definitely got to get the girlfriend and get her out there. Now that you're done with football season and everything, Icon, you can, you can, uh, and it spend a Sunday after a Bison football game. You can come check out the show, St. Louis Park, down uh, basically in the Minneapolis area. Double A Arn Anderson is so a debut show for that promotion. So definitely check them out on the internet. Um, yeah. So I just really appreciate you guys. Having me on? Are we live tonight, or are we pre-recorded, or where are well, we? Well, no, we're we're live. No. Uh, before, we're live. Uh, we're not ready to have you go yet. You got to do a liner for us, or what? We're going to make it one of well, the quick announcements. Well, so. well, I was just usually usually you go at ten twenty after rest or after raw on Mondays, so that's why I was just curious since it's not Monday. Well, no, we uh, right? uh, I was uh, I had some other things going on Monday, so uh, because we had a show Sunday after the pay per view. We couldn't have a show on Monday, so we had to have it on Thursday. Oh, sure. Hey, did you guys discuss anything from that pay-per-view? I mean, I know oh, you, yeah. know, you guys got on, on, two, on two different shows. Uh, any major takeaways that, you know, you, um, yeah, you know? Yeah, Kevin Owens still sucks. <laughs> well, what, what, I mean, that, what, what, I mean do, did you guys discuss that? Like, what was the point of that match? Like, was that even necessary? I, mean, I guess because you had to have LeBron wrestle on the on the card, but boy, uh, seemed kind of you know unnecessary. Were you shocked that that Roman left with no cash in and and champion? Or uh, we were, cause, uh, and then we thought it was gonna okay, it's gonna happen on Monday, and then the Shield reunited. So uh, I think they're gonna milk, uh, they're gonna milk this for a while. Uh, probably until WrestleMania, I think they'll milk it till. Uh, but we'll see. But real quick here, yeah. we'll, we'll continue talking about that here. We're gonna be doing that liner for us, and then uh, I got an announcement, and then uh, we'll continue this. Uh, so you got the script. All right. right? All right. Bye. All right. Now, Granny Hulkster gave me heck last time because I didn't get it right the first time. So give it, give it to me quick, and then I'll. And then I'll I'll hit you with it. Hey, why don't I try it first, and you tell me if I'm wrong? And if I'm wrong, you correct me. Got it? Here it comes. You ready? Okay. All right. Here we go. Go. Hey, this is Sylvester J. Fox, managerial extraordinaire, and you are listening to the Attitude Era live with the hosts, the Icon, the Big Swing, and Granny Hulkster. Very good. Uh-huh. I want to make an announcement. I don't know if you'll, okay. you'll, you'll be available that day, too, but uh, it is now official. Uh, a guy that you know, Donnie Dahl, is going to be on our show 
October 15th, 2018. He's going to be on the show with us. I think you know who he is. Uh, yes, Donnie is the owner of Fully Loaded Wrestling. Uh, I'm not exactly uh, impressed with his business techniques at times. Um, you know, but it it is what it is. You know, we, we've we've agreed to 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 work together uh, by working separately, and uh, you know he's vowed to you know restore order to his company. But at the end of the day, I'm holding almost every title. And what's that saying goes? He who holds the gold controls everything. Well, the uh, the thing is, uh, I'll let you know. Uh, you got to think that he's going to be on the 15th. The show in Fargo is the 21st. And uh, the icon is going to be talking to him. Now you got to be watching your back because you got to ask yourself, is the icon in the doll, the Donnie, in cahoots to take titles away from you? Oh. Oh. Here I, here, I thought you were going to tell me you were going to try to weasel your way into the Battle Royal that night. I want to know who you paid off to keep all those title belts, Sly. I, I didn't have to pay anybody off. I just, yeah, right. Yeah, I, I, know how you, I know how you heels work. I know how you heels work. I know how you think. Well, let me ask you this. Would you mess with a guy that carries a golf club? That's right. No, I wouldn't. So, mess, well, I might. I might just have to take my cane to him, you know, or something. I don't know. Yeah. Hey, Granny Hulkster, I got a question for you. Does your cane have a name? Yeah, no, my cane, cane does not. My cane does not have a name. Oh. I, get, well, I mean, you know, Icon teases me. Yeah, Icon teases me about it called the hurricane, but it's no. My cane does not have a name. <laughs> Although, well, you know, you know uh, I, well, although Tommy Dreamer used my cane on Matt Riviera one time at a, at the last TCW show when traditional champion, championship wrestling was still running in Arkansas, he took the cane out of my hand and used it on Matt Riviera during the match. And I still have wow. that cane. And I still have that cane to this day. And that was five years ago, almost five years ago. That's crazy. Well, I mean, because, you know, Abyss has Janice, and your friend, the the villain, has Yeah, he has Shirley. Shirley. <laughs> I, I got to name so my golf, golf club, club at some point. <laughs> yeah, you, I, I was just saying, does your golf club have a name? <laughs> well, let's, let's, take, let's take suggestions. Gra- Granny Holkster, what, what should I name my golf club? Oh, the let me see one. here. Oh, one. <laughs> Oh, let me see here. Let's see. I, I'm gonna have to think about that one, Sly, and get back with you. I want to think of something about, really good. How about four? Four? <laughs> yeah. Well, could be. Yeah, four. Well, yeah. That's what you say. That's what you say on the golf course when somebody's about to get. I know. Hit. Yeah. 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 So. Um, well, yeah, but uh, well, you think uh, about that. You know, Next time I'm on I, the show, I've you're seen... gonna. Look, I, I've seen I've seen uh, I've seen you golf. You yell four, shoot five, and write three. <laughs> and then I write and then I write down two on the sheet. <laughs> right, exactly. There you go, yeah. cheating again, Sly. I mean, it's all about cheating. 
all you know how to do it's is not, cheat, cheat, cheat. It, it's it's not cheating. I just am not good at math, Granny Holster. No. Okay, that I'll that's your excuse. Whatever. <laughs> how about yeah? How about I, you know, I, you I would I would I would I would love I would love to make it up to Fargo, North Dakota, sometime to see one of those shows. I mean, I just wonder what the the fully loaded wrestling fans would think of Granny. Well, we we'd love to have you. Uh, well, Absolutely. Uh, uh, our, uh, I'm getting the uh, countdown here. Uh, before we oh. let uh, Sly go, uh, do you have a Facebook? You have an Instagram? You got a Twitter? You got a YouTube? What do you got out there so our fans can check you out? Well, uh, you can definitely uh, look up uh, Sylvester S Y L V E S T E R. Then the letter J period. And then the word Fox, F-O-X, Sylvester J. Fox on Facebook. Uh, I'm on uh, I'm on Twitter, too, but I can't remember uh, what the handle is. And, uh, yeah, uh, you can also ch- check out some of my matches by uh, looking up Sylvester J. Fox on uh, YouTube. So uh, definitely would be interested in coming out anywhere that somebody wants me and uh, – you know, like I said, uh, or if anybody's looking to get represented, uh, one thing that uh, my wrestlers can tell you and the icon can tell you is, is that anybody who's a fly guy is a champion at some point. So, and, I appreciate uh, you well, I don't know as always. You, uh, I'm available anytime. All right, cool. And uh, hopefully we can get you on uh, before uh, the show on the 21st as well. Yeah, I mean, if you if you want me to come on and. Uh, you know, discuss anything with Donnie that night too. I'm more than welcome. Awesome, and I'll I'll, uh, I'll throw more fuel on the fire. <laughs> yeah, I bet you will, Icon. Awesome. Well, I'll tell you what. Thank you, Sly, for uh, thanks, Sly, being on the show, and we appreciate it. Thank you. All right, you two have a wonderful night. Take care. Sylvester Fox, ladies and gentlemen. Probably the greatest heel manager to ever come from the city of Fargo, North Dakota. Uh, And, you know, Sly, I mean, I know he's probably still listening, so I'm going to say this anyway. I mean, where else can you find a guy that has to cheat to win, win to cheat, and uh, do it with a golf club in his hand? I mean, you know, the last guy to ever cheat with a golf club in his hand was Tiger Woods. Uh, just to ask his <laughs> next wife. Um, so, anyway, uh, so, Granny, um, you got a show next Wednesday, and, uh, of course, we all know that that is your birthday. And uh, today yes, is Big Swing's birthday. So Big Swing's birthday noticed, was the 21st. The, his birthday was the 21st. Right, exactly. So, you know, it's amazing how we're always having shows close to everybody's birthday, but I'm I'm not selfish, as everybody says, because we never have a show close to mine. Well, when is your birthday, Icon? When is your birthday? The 27th, the 27th of January. Really? My my son's birthday is the 23rd. My, my son's birthday is the 23rd of January. And my brother's birthday is the thirtieth of January. So, you know, you know the bad thing though about having a birthday in January. When I was a kid, if I didn't get what I wanted for Christmas, 
says everybody would forget what I asked for. They'd say, well, don't worry, your birthday's coming. So I got to wait another month to get what I asked for two months ago? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so, yeah, this has been a uh, great show. Uh, uh, hopefully, uh, Big Swing is listening. Uh, talk to the outro when he hits it. Uh, but uh, we'll be uh, we'll be here next Wednesday. Uh, coming up, uh, and I'll give you guys more updates on uh, the Icons RV because I know everybody's uh, I know everybody's uh, curious about me talking about that because uh, they'd rather hear me talk about that than myself. I'm sure. So, uh, so with that being said, uh, the music, uh, outro music will be hit here shortly. And, uh, we all want you to join us next Wednesday. Uh, it'll be another three guest show. Uh, so far one has confirmed and, uh, we have a whole other week for them, the other two to confirm. If not, the icon always finds a substitute. Uh, if not, uh, it'll just be, uh, me and granny talking, uh, cause, uh, uh, the big swing, uh, well, Wednesday is usually a free night for him. So, uh, he, uh, might be able to do it the whole time with us. Yep, there's music. Dead man walking. <laughs>